Just Start Real Estate, episode number 334. Try and find the ones that can help move your business forward. That's, that's the goal of this podcast, is always to help you move your business forward. All right, guys, thank you for joining me here on Just Start Real Estate. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm excited to be with you. And uh, man, I just can't tell you how appreciative I am that you have chosen to spend time with me. There's a lot of ways that you can be productive and a lot of things you can do with your time. And the fact that you're choosing to spend part of your day with me means a lot to me. And I definitely do not take it for granted. I am really excited also to bring this episode to you today. It's a good one. I really think you're going to love it. And the name of the game here is to deliver really great information, stuff that you can take action on, stuff that you can apply to your business and really utilize to get you to where you want to be in your real estate business. And I think we've accomplished that today. Before we get started though, I wanna talk about a company that I am super excited about. This is like the greatest find of the 21st century in my business. Uh, these guys have been respon directly responsible for a real spike in, in my sales and my bottom line. The company I'm talking about it is uh, AdWords Nerds, and these guys are awesome. Dan Barrett runs the company, and just a super cool guy. I mean, I, I think we're almost like, I, I think we're friends. I hope we're friends. We're getting to be friends. He is helping me just explode my business. These guys are the only fully certified Google partners that work expressly and exclusively with real estate investors like you and me. Um, the, it's just, they're, they're amazing. They're a proprietary in-house AdWords system and they work just with real estate guys, you know, like, like we are. And I can tell you from my business, I, uh, I'm working with Dan and, and I basically have hired him to help me find motivated sellers in my market, right? When people type in, sell my house fast or whatever, uh, it's Dan's job to make sure that my website comes up on top. And let me tell you, they do. Month one, we we it was directly responsible for tens of thousands of dollars worth of business in my company. Month one. They're an A-plus rated Better Business Bureau company, and it's just, they're 100% transparent, super client-focused. I mean, Dan is like the best guy ever, and I'm telling you, the results are nothing short of amazing. They don't lock you into a long-term contract. It's month-to-month, -month, so you're free to leave at any time, and exclusively for you guys, my listeners, they will give you an hour of coaching time, which is normally $297. That's what they charge for an hour of consultation. They are going to give you that for free. You cannot, you, you can't not do that. Go check them out, guys. It's adwordsnerds.com forward slash Mike, or you can go to juststartrealestate.com on the right-hand side, click on the AdWords Nerds banner. It'll take you to their site. You'll get that exclusive hour of, of coaching time and consultation absolutely free. 
I know once you talk to these guys, you are gonna decide just like I did, you have to have this in your business, guys. People are searching the internet, looking for you more and more every single day. And if you're not there for them, they're gonna go to the guy who is hiring Dan to run their AdWords campaign. You don't wanna lose out on that business. You certainly don't wanna miss out on the opportunity to explode your business like I have. Go check them out, adwordsnerds.com forward slash Mike, or go to Just Start Real Estate, click on the AdWords Nerds banner. They'll take you right there. You are gonna thank me. Okay, let's get into the show. Okay, thanks again for joining me, guys, on Just Start Real Estate. Appreciate it. I am here again, as always, with my partner, Mike. And uh, today we're going to do something that I think will be interesting for people. I, I know it's something that typically gets a lot of downloads when I when I see it on other podcasts and the times that I've done it in the past, long, long ago, it was very popular. We're going to talk some, about some of the tools that we use in our business. Um, everybody always likes to find out, like, how do you run your business? What are the tools and apps and technology that you use to to make it smooth? You know, smooth and, and the conversations and and the communication go very smoothly. So. We're going to talk about that stuff today, and hopefully it's uh, there's some things in here, some nuggets that you can take away, some apps, some tricks that we use to keep things straight and to keep things moving forward. That'll be helpful to you. Uh, good morning, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, no problem, man. This is good stuff. I think people are getting uh, a lot out of these episodes where you and I just sort of talk about our business and kind of riff on things. I know last time we did sort of like a uh, informal or sort of an impromptu kind of a almost like a, a a meeting, like a company meeting that, that people got to kind of see behind the scenes a little bit, which was cool. Uh, I think that talking about the technology and, and just different things that we use in our business is going to be helpful because I know we get this question sometimes and, and people want to know like how to keep things straight and what do you use to store your documents and all these, you know, seems like to us, it's like super boring maybe, but to other people, I think it's it's interesting as they're building their business, what should they be trying to get familiar with so that they can be kind of streamlined as much as possible? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I remember when I first started and still kind of have this problem with doing this, there are an infinite number of apps out there that could do different things. So identifying what you need and works for you can almost be as good as, you know, finding the best one because, you know, just like, you know, just getting started on a lot of different projects and tasks, if you just find something that's serviceable, you can always upgrade and change it later. But, um, you know, there are so many things out there. Don't make the technology more advanced than it has to be. Yeah. And I think some people, and I, I, I'm guilty of this sometimes, I, I, we never really talked about it, but I'm assuming you're guilty of it, is being like an app junkie, just like, you know, trying things and trashing them and trying something else. And you're, it's this never ending quest to find the perfect app for whatever you're trying to do. And I think when people are building a business, sometimes it's good just to go, what do you use? I'm just going to use that. Right. And they don't have to go through all the trial and error. I feel like I've done every to-do list app at least seven times and just keep rotating through. <laughs> I know you wouldn't believe it, but I've downloaded a billion of them. I don't, I just, I have a hard time with to-do apps, but anyway, we'll talk about those and how we do keep things straight and we'll kind of just uh, kind of riff here. I, and I made a list we talked about before we got started here. I made a list of, of different ones that we either use now, we have used in the past that we liked and, and could be good for people and stuff that I know that you use that I don't use so much. But I threw it out here because I thought you could talk about it. Let's start with probably the number one app that we use in our business every day, every half hour. Somebody's on it, if not every five minutes. And it's an app called WhatsApp. It's W-H-A-T-S-A-P-P. And we use this app for all the communication in our company in terms of text messaging, and voice messaging. So I don't know, you can talk about it a little bit, Mike. I'm not sure which one of us brought this to the table. Honestly, I can't remember who 
who who like suggested it? I think I did because I had a friend that was using it and he could send me voice messages and I liked that feature on it because I hate texting so much and and it's just easier to kind of get a, a long-winded thought across if you can just click on a little button and record your message and then send it via messaging. It's also easier if you're driving. You're not going to text and drive off the road, although um, be careful with your thumb. It's probably close to as dangerous just reaching across your car trying to talk into a phone, but it's not as bad. Yeah, it, it, like you said, it's great because you can leave a voice message, right? So that's, I mean, and a lot of things can do that. But I think one of the, like, I know for like an iPhone, there's a there's a feature where you can hold down the button, record a memo. But the thing is, is with WhatsApp, for me, what I like about it is it keeps all of my work and business relationships and communications in one place. And all my personal communication with like my daughters and my wife and, and everybody in my family goes through normal texting, right? So I, I like that it segregates things. I remember why we moved to it because you had an iPhone and it has that stupid iMessage and it did not work with my phone. So I would lose messages in limbo. So we decided to move over to WhatsApp because it had you know its own independent messaging service. And we decided to go that route because we couldn't risk you and I not having messages go through. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. And by the way, I've been using an iPhone since the day we met and you have cycled through what, three or four different phones. So don't call it a they're stupid all, iPhone. They're all Android based. Yeah, they're all all fantastic. That's why you switch. Okay. Hey, Google Pixel. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, no affiliate here. So get it if you want. <laughs> but if you really want reliability, get an iPhone. Um, but Aww. so WhatsApp is what we use to communicate. And we, when we bring someone onto our team, we insist that they put all of their text type communication and voice messaging. We insist that it all goes through WhatsApp. And the other cool thing about WhatsApp is you can create groups uh, within your company. So. If I, for example, want to talk to our closing coordinator and our dispositions people at the same time, and I have a reoccurring need to talk to those two uh, together, I just create a group with me and those two in it, and then I have that group. Or if we want to talk to the, you know, if we want to leave a message for the entire team, then we have a group that's everybody in our company. We can send out a message and it gets to everybody instantly. So that's kind of cool. The groups and things like that, I think it makes it helpful for us. Yeah. And, you know, as a paranoid impulse junkie to making sure things are done immediately, you can also tell when people have gotten a message and when they've read a message and or listened to it <laughs> just by true. checking the little check marks. So that's true. It's a great app. It works in real time. It's very reliable. I think it's super encrypted or something. They keep telling me at least when I log in sometimes. But um, the other cool thing is you can actually log in through your web browser and type or text or voice message right from your web browser if you want to log in there if you're working on a computer and stuff as well. So it's got a few different functionalities. It's just super easy to use. Um, the only challenge is sometimes getting other people on it because yeah. everyone's used to their native app. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's WhatsApp. I want to power through some of these because I want to get through as many as we can. So the other probably the second biggest uh, tech piece of technology that we use or, or app, I guess I'm doing air quotes here, app, is all things Google, right? Google Drive, Google Calendar. Uh, let's let's talk about those first. Google Drive and, and Google Docs for sure. You know, using the the Word type doc and the Excel type doc. We use those in our company uh, to create documents and to store documents because again, it, uh, for obvious reasons, it's very easy to share. You don't have compatibility issues, so we as much as possible create everything right within Google Docs and save them onto Google Drive. And that way, it's very easy to share things. You don't have to email large files. It's just all there up in the cloud. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Mike. 
No, I mean, the thing that's really nice about it is you're not having to worry about compatibility issues. So we use Gmail, we use Calendar, we use the Google Drive, we use Google Photos, we use the Google Documents, the Google Spreadsheets. If you keep it all in there, one, you can access that information anywhere. You can share with anyone instantaneously, and you can update it in real time. So rather than having to share a Dropbox folder of a Word document and then update it and then make sure you save it in there properly, if I update... Google Word, I mean, uh, Google Docs in front of Mike when he's looking on another computer at his house, he literally can see the changes happening in, in real time. So I really like that. <clears throat> it's easy to, you know, save it and store it. It automatically saves quickly. So if your computer crashes, you don't have to worry about any of that. And it's free um, unless you're using kind of the business aspect of it, which I don't think you necessarily need to get to a point where you're starting to hammer out a bunch of emails and you want to have consistency issues. But, you know, for the most part, you can just use your personal login for a lot of the stuff for free and it's great. Yeah, and, and also you can um you can sync it to your to your computer. So if you're concerned about well what happens if Google go, you know goes out of business or shuts down everything instantly, uh you know, black helicopter type thoughts, you can sync it to your computer so that it is on your local, you know, your local hard drive as well. Um you talked about seeing updates in real time. That's absolutely true and Google also has a feature where you can see historical changes to a document. So if you need to if you're like, "Oh crap, I changed that document. And I wish I remember what it said before I changed it." You can go back and access that information. So that's very very cool. Or if you just want to see who changed it and what they did. And it works really good with my Google phone. And it works really good with your Google phone. It works just fine with my iPhone. <laughs> so I wrote down here also Dropbox. Oh, you mentioned Dropbox thing. as being a negative. Hang on, real quick. I just want to say, so I'm not going to talk about Dropbox. Google Drive, just use that. So what I want to say is if you do have an iPhone, the calendar has some weird syncing issues with the iPhone. Just do Google search or some sort or any kind of search saying syncing iPhone with Google Calendar because if you have additional calendars, for some reason, it doesn't like syncing up with your iPhone. Um, it's a quick search. It's out there. It's pretty open and easy to find, but we had some issues with that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I definitely had issues with that. So I just saved the link on my on my iPhone and just it's an easy it's an easy fix. But yes, I'm not even looking at you right now, Mike, because you're I know you're grinning. So I don't even want to look up at you. Uh, the next one is something that I've used, Mike. I don't think you've used this before, but. Um, well, let's just talk. Let me, let me skip that one. I'm going to go back to it. So the next one, we, we're talking about Google, all things Google. Google Voice is another really good app to get. Um, people ask us all the time, you know, should I get a second line for my business? And, you know, sometimes with marketing or whatever. I don't necessarily think Google Voice, if you're going to do marketing and really scale this thing and, and go big, that you don't. Google Voice is a very short-sighted alternative to to getting multiple phone numbers for multiple uh, marketing channels. But if we're just talking about having a business line that when that one rings, you know it's something for work and you can either choose to take it or it, you know if you're not taking work calls at the moment, you don't take it, right? You know it's not a family member. So Google Voice, just as a second line for business, is is a really smart thing to do. And I really suggest sooner rather than later you you take your personal phone number off of your business cards take it off of whatever use google voice as a as kind of a buffer or at least an indicator of what that call or that text message is about yeah, I totally agree with that. I changed mine out a while ago as well, just because you're right. If, if I want a family, people call me, I can turn my Google voice and then do not disturb mode. And then they'll never be able to get in touch with me until I want to get back with them. Totally. So the other one I was going to talk about that I, I, I started down the road, if you never use it, I don't think it's an app called Sideline. That's S-I-D-E-L-I-N-E. It's it's same idea. If you don't want to use Google voice or if you have a Google voice number that you use and and you want to have a third line, there's there's an app called Sideline. It's a free app. 
it gives you a free local telephone number and you can um, you can call through it obviously and you can text message through it it's a great alternative to Google Voice uh, or you know like I said a third line if you already have Google Voice you can use sideline uh, but it's free it's another telephone line on the same phone and and I think it's a really really smart thing to do again if you need another line um, don't use your personal phone use use sideline or Google Voice or both Another one, this is along the lines of organization. This is one that I know you and I have toggled back and forth between using and not using. Uh, I think you introduced me to this one, and of all the to-do apps, it's probably the one that I like the most, and it's called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Very cool app, very good. It organizes it in ways that my brain likes, and it's sort of like these cards where you can categorize the cards and columns like this is, you know, urgent, you know, low priority, whatever. And, and it kind of gives you these cards when you click on them, you can have more detail. But it's a really good organizational app that I've used off and on. And I know we've used even in our business for a while. It was a it was a very big part of our business early on and how we organized our stuff. Yeah, that, that is a really good tool. I liked it for a long time, especially with the the collaboration functionality of it. Like you and I could share a board, as they call it, and we could both add in to it and update it. Um, some of our stuff's kind of moved off of there a little bit, moved into other areas like CRMs, the messaging apps, and then just offline discussions about our goals and, and projects that we need to do. But yeah, overall, it is a great tool. Yeah, I, I like that one. I think that um, I think a lot of people use it too, so it's very common. Okay, another. Okay, I'm gonna skip Dropbox. We talked about that. Just use Google Drive. Don't use Dropbox. Sorry, Dropbox. <laughs> if they, if you want to become a sponsor on my show, though, I'll start talking about Dropbox. But as of now, we're not gonna talk about Dropbox. Uh, Podio. So that this is a big one. This is a CRM. We could talk for an hour about this and probably still leave a lot unsaid. But Podio is our CRM. It's what we use. So CRM stands for Customer Relation Software, right? Customer Relationship Software Management. M. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cus- yeah, you're right. Customer. I should have wrote that down in front of me. Customer relation management. Relationship manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what the podio is to us is our brain of our business. It's where all of our leads go. All of our leads are managed. Where our salespeople and all of our people on our team can log their follow-up tasks. They get assigned their follow-up tasks. And the cool thing about Podio is it's pretty customizable and pretty cool in the fact that you can start setting up automations. Um, Some of it gets really technical and you have to be able to write code. Sometimes you bring in consultants for that. But in the simplest sense, it is just where all of our leads go to, where we keep all of our notes related to that lead. And then we have little buckets where that lead moves through as it progresses down the, the chain of command. So we have an area where we have just people that working the leads on the sales side, the, the front end, where they basically put all their notes, their conversations with the person up until the point of sale. Once we get that purchase agreement, then it goes into another bucket where our dispositions and closing team work on it and they update it from there and do their follow-up tasks and just kind of schedule it within there. And then if we go into like a project management style, it goes over into that bucket. But the crucial part about it is keeping very detailed notes and always having a next step slash follow-up logged in there because then you can essentially just log in beginning of every day, have no idea what you're supposed to do, but it'll keep you organized because if you're doing and building a successful and thriving business, you're going to have more leads than you can memorize and keep in track and keep in store. And this is be able the way to externally put it out of your brain and into somewhere that you can quickly and easily pick it back up and refine that file in your head once you take a look to, at the notes. Yep, absolutely. High level, keeping track of contacts, clients, leads, all that stuff. So it's, I mean, it really is. That's the Podio for us is is basically the brain of, of our company. It's where everything kind of flows from and out of. So um, 
you need a CRM for sure. Podio is a great option. So another one, this is one that I just, I won't say I just discovered it because you're going to jump through the screen and kill me, but I actually just downloaded it. So this, you'll be excited slash irritated that I didn't do it sooner is Boomerang for for uh, for Gmail, for your inbox. I've never used Boomerang until just now. It's very cool. Mike, you should download it. It's awesome. I don't use Boomerang <laughs> anymore. I use uh, followup.cc. Oh, my God. I, I'm so far behind that I actually finally downloaded it and you don't even use it anymore. All right. Well, I'm, I'm using it and I think it's kind of cool because here's why I'm using it, right? I, I notoriously have an inbox that has, mm, we'll say, more than dozens of, of emails in it that are unopened. Um to the tune of several thousand. But what I like about it, though, is sometimes I send an email to someone, and I, this would be whether my inbox was full or not. If you send an email to someone, and then like me, I send an email to somebody that I need something or a question or I'm trying to help them, and it's sort of out of sight, out of mind, and I can forget about it. But this at least allows me to know if they don't respond, it gives you a notification, and it also lets you know when they open it and when they click on it. So it helps me when I send something out and, and I need a response not to forget about that if i don't put it in my calendar or something it lets me know if they haven't responded so that's for me that's very cool but why don't you talk about your inbox or whatever dot cc or whatever you're using <laughs> it's called followup.cc but it's a similar idea right you <laughs> you can put in there when you want to get a check-in or a reminder about something that you send out or if you want to bug somebody it has templates to you know remind them that they haven't responded so it's pretty customized on that fashion the, the other cool thing about it is you can actually have an app on Chrome or extension or whatever, and I can be on a web page and schedule when I want it to come into my email inbox. So if I want to read an article at a different time, it'll come in. It does have some snoozing functionality. So if it comes back in and I'm not ready for it yet, I can snooze it, you know, a few hours, a few days, a few weeks, depending on what the appropriate schedule looks like. But it's a pretty similar concept. Okay, cool. I'm going to check that out. I might have to switch already. But um, what I noticed <laughs> about what I noticed about Boomerang is there's no application for the iPhone. So I can only use it on a browser, which is sort of a, a bummer. But uh, we, we covered the iPhone versus Google. Okay, so these are a few that I use, Mike. I'm not sure if you use them or not. I, I suspect not, but um, I do. So for faxing back and forth, there's a tons of apps you can use for, to get a fax number. I use something called Metrofax. There's something I think called, oh, there was a big one. I can't remember the other one's called, honestly. But anyways, I use Metrofax. I don't think it really matters. A fax service is a fax service is a fax service. But Metrofax for me has worked. It's been reliable. So I use it. If you need a fax number, which is a weird thing to me now in 2017 that we're still faxing things once in a while. But apparently there are people out there that still only accept fax as far as like a, a direct immediate communication. Email doesn't work. A lot of times government agencies and things, local city um, officials and things don't want to use email for documents because I guess fax maybe is more secure. But so Metrofax, that's one. And then another one I use, I don't know, I don't want to cut you off, Mike, if you have a fax service that you want. Okay. Um, another thing I use that I, I actually use this a ton. I love it a lot. It's called TurboScan. It's just a, it's just a phone scan um, software. And there's a lot of them out there. Um, I use TurboScan because I just think it's great. I work, I've used it for years. It does everything I need. It, it does a really great job. And you can use it. I use it a lot to scan documents in and then either email them to somebody or I can scan it in and send it to Metrofax and then fax it out to somebody. So it works really well if I'm out in the field or just even at my desk and have one page. It's just e actually quicker to scan it in using TurboScan and then fax it out using Metrofax. So I do use that a lot. Um, 
Another uh, tool that I use quite a bit to sign documents, um, we use in our business DocuSign to sign like purchase agreements and assignment contracts and things like that. But what I use a lot of times, if somebody sends me a document via email, like a PDF, and they need my signature, rather than print it out, sign it, scan it back in, especially if it's a lot of pages, I will use something called SignEasy. It's an app called SignEasy. Uh, you can open it up in SignEasy. You can save your signature in there. You just have to, you know, like scan your signature and upload it to their to their software. But SignEasy allows you to sign your name on PDFs that you get through email. Super easy. I have signed so many documents using this. It's crazy. And not everyone uses DocuSign. So if they don't send it through DocuSign, to me, it's just a little bit more of a hassle than using SignEasy. I can just open it right up, click on the signature thing, plot my signature down, size it so that it fits the page, and send it right back right through SignEasy app. And it's just incredibly easy for SignEasy. All right, here's another one that I know you use, Mike. I don't use it that much, but I know you do or you have uh, Evernote, right? So, what do you? I mean, do you still use Evernote? I know we use it for a lot of times in our coaching in our coaching business, but um, yeah, I I don't use it as much as I used to, but it's a great place for like a brain dump. So I scan basically all of my documents in there and miscellaneous stuff. I'll save it right within there, but I'm probably going to eventually transfer it just all over to Google Drive when I have time to move a thousand notes. But it is a great it's a great way to you know log different information, keep track of things. It's got an awesome search functionality that you can search PDFs and get right to items pretty quickly. So for that reason, I might not ever just totally let it go. I might just always use that as a scan there. And if I need it where I think I need it quick access or want to keep it a little bit more organized, I might transfer that also to Google Drive. But I mean, it's a great low cost, easy entry point for data management. You can almost use it as a CRM if you need to, because you can schedule follow-ups and reminders and things right within that system. Um, so that's that's cool. I don't use it a lot. I I use it basically because you do. Sometimes we share, collaborate on stuff in there. So, um, but Evernote's been around for a long time. It's you know well documented that people love it. So definitely check it out if you need something like that to keep notes or like Mike said, even a um, like a very down and dirty CRM. It's not as robust as other ones, but it it can work in a pinch. Another one that we use quite a bit in our in our business, and this is more, I would say, within the last year, but we use it. A lot. It's uh, Zoom, Z O O M dot com. Uh, it's a great uh, video conferencing software. Um, I think it works better than like, um, well, even like uh, Skype. I mean, Skype is is fine, but we had more. We've had more glitches with Skype than than I care to talk about. So Zoom is really good. We use it. Um, I use it for meetings with people on our team on Monday mornings. I do a virtual meeting with um, uh, the dispositions manager and our closing coordinator and and talk to them about what's going on in our business. We use it a lot in our coaching business. Just anytime you need to talk to somebody on video chat, it's a fantastic option. It's there's it's not glitchy, super reliable. Um, you can save obviously your your meetings off in a file so that you can watch them or send them to somebody. I think what I like a lot about it too is you can send somebody a link right away up front. Like Skype, you have to call them or whatever. You can send a link ahead of time <clears throat> and use a recurring one or just send a new link for any person, any meeting. So that's kind of nice. So someone can have it in their calendar. You don't have to try and connect. They just go and click on the button. Um, it also has a pretty cool phone app. <clears throat> so I use it a lot when I'm driving to our my Monday morning sales meeting. We have a conference call with um, you know another person and I can make that call right through there and have it record while I'm driving. 
and you know just using my phone audio which is pretty awesome itself yeah that, it's a very cool app so check it out zoom.com z-o-o-m.com i think it's zoom.us actually oh is it not us i'm sorry i take that back. yes it is i just did a quick okay look. thank you zoom.us so check it out for video conferencing uh recording like mike said there's a there's even an app for your phone so you could do it on the run so that's a good one i only have one more unless you have something really good you want to share um did you come yeah, up- I- Okay, I got a few that, that I could run quickly okay, through. Cool. I want to save um, mine for last. I got one ninja one for everybody. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to say it on accident. Jing, I think we've talked about that in the past. And what Jing is good for is doing five-minute either screen captures of video or just little screenshots of specific you know points that you want to cover. And we use that for almost all of our training manuals and training videos because – we want to make sure that they were shortened to the point and it's not turned into a long session. So you have to kind of break down what you're teaching and compartmentalize it. And it is really great for, like I said, building a manual in Google Docs, taking a screenshot of something specific you want to be able to see. You can type text in it. You can point arrows. You can put boxes around things. So we use that quite a bit. Well, hang on. Before you go any further, I want to say two things. I, I You might have said it, but I want to highlight it. Jing is free. And, well, I didn't say that. and it, so that's awesome. And it will, it'll, it'll house or it'll, it'll hold on to the videos that you make if you want them to on their own cloud server. So it'll give you a link so that you can put like this link in training manuals that you make or whatever, and they can click on it, watch the video and you don't have to, you don't have to have space for that on your whatever storage, whatever you're using. So they'll house it for free and it's a free service. Yeah. So we use a ton out of that. Um, I don't think Mike uses this much, but our bookkeepers love it and, and they like it so, so I can send them all their uh, receipts and everything. But I use IFTTT and that's if this, then that. It has a ton of different functionality. What I use it for specifically is a few things. I set up a workflow, I guess you could call it, where I can take a picture of a receipt and automatically sends an email to our bookkeeping service. And the other thing I can do is, you know, send myself quick pictures. If I want to just have it go right to my email, if I, you know, see something, I don't want to remember it later. And then the third one I use it for is sending myself email notes. So I can type in a note or something like that. And then it goes to my email. I use my email kind of as a working to-do list. So it's not in my inbox. It kind of doesn't exist for the most part. So um, there's also a ton of different functionality with that application, but those are the ways I currently use it. I don't have time to dig into all the weeds that it can be and try and find other cool stuff. Yeah, that's very cool. I, I should use that IFTT more often. One last one. Yeah, um, So it. the one other, other one I want to do is, you know, for scheduling, uh, we use Calendly and it helps with our hiring. It also helps with coordinating, you know, interviews. It helps with some of the coaching clients that we have. It basically is just a instead of having that back and forth with someone about, hey, here, I'm available, are you available for this or that? or It basically gives them access to your calendar based on the criteria you set up and they can schedule with you right there. And it could be virtual, it could be in person, but it eliminates a lot of that back and forth and it kind of helps you control your calendar. So I yeah, like that a lot. Totally. C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y, Calendly. Um, yeah, it syncs up with your calendar. You're right. Exactly. So you don't have to do this back and forth. Well, when are you free? Well, I got Thursday. I can't do Thursday. How about Monday? Monday's no good. All that crap. You just send them a link. They can schedule a time works for them, works for you. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah, we do use it a lot. Cool. You didn't say my ninja one that I'm going to give everybody. So, um, the one, the, the last one I use, and I don't use this very often. Um, but it's kind of cool if you need to leave a message and do not have time for a conversation, um, you could use this in your personal life if you want. If you have somebody in your life that's chatty and you really need to let them know something via via telephone and you don't have time to talk, um, it's called Slidial. S-L-Y-D-I-A-L. Slidial, there's an app. What it does is you call someone 
it goes straight to voicemail. It bypasses the ring, and it allows you to leave a message. They never hear their phone ring, and they only get uh, an indicator that there is a voicemail. So um, works well in situations where if you want to call into your boss and you don't want to talk to him, uh, you can use that. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of applications, right? If you just want to send out, uh, you know, a notification, you don't. There's no need for a conversation, but you need to leave them a voicemail. There's also a service called Sly Broadcast, and that's the one that we use a lot more often. You can upload a list of numbers and blast out a voicemail to them. So. If you have, for example, leads that you're working that are kind of dead and, and, and you haven't been able to, to monetize them or get an appointment with them, you can send them all the message, hey, uh, you know, you, you filled out an information on our website or you, you called in because of a postcard we sent you or something and we haven't got a chance to talk to you. We really want to discuss buying your house. Uh, give us a call at this number. You can send that out as a as a slide broadcast. They just get the voicemail. It doesn't ring everybody's phone. So there are a lot of services out there that will ring your phone, and when you pick it up, it'll be like an automated message that they hear. And I find those annoying, honestly. I would rather someone does a, do a slide dial so that I just get a voicemail because if I pick it up and I hear a pre-recorded message, I always just hang up anyway. I don't listen to it. So this is a little better. It's almost like you know you actually got an actual message from somebody instead of just a voice thing. But those are my little ninja ones. Are kind of cool, fun to play with, and and that's really a lot of the stuff. Most of the stuff that we use to run our business. I can't think of anything significant in our business that we haven't talked about. No, I, I completely agree. I mean, there's some back end stuff that you know we could really get into the weeds on for how we market and how we oh, you yeah, know for sure. manage those phones and stuff. But yeah. that's more systems and processes. We've kind of gone over that a little bit. Yep. But the one thing I would advise is. Just because we use all these is we didn't use all these day one and we don't use all of them every single day. So try and find the ones that can help move your business forward. That's that's the goal of this podcast is always to help you move your business forward in any way possible. So make sure you take the ones that can be effectively used and don't just start grabbing them all just for the sake of grabbing them all. See if there is a actual business case use for them within what you're doing now. And if not now, then you can earmark them for maybe looking into them again later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't need all these at one time and just play with them when you have free time. Don't don't make it a thing where you've got to get all these implemented because like Mike said, it was it's organic how we started using a lot of these. We just did it as we needed it. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's cool. I, I, I think that's good for this episode. We've covered a lot of apps, cool apps that we use. So uh, I think that gave everyone enough to go out there and start playing with apps and become an app junkie. We Basically, what we did is we just created a bunch of app junkies, probably. People who are yeah. like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. And they're going to be like searching. But anyways, listen, man, I know you got to run. We've got a business to run here. So uh, I appreciate you logging on here with me and discussing it. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I think you did. I know that I really enjoyed presenting it to you and I really enjoyed giving you this content and I hopefully it's something that you can take something from, right? That's the whole idea here. If you can take one concept, one idea, one strategy, one thing that you heard and apply it to your business to make it better, then I will consider what I've done here a success. Now to that end, I do wanna to talk to you for a moment. I've kind of alluded to it in this episode and, and past episodes. I can tell you this, guys. Uh, I used to be a little bit anti-coaching, a little bit anti-education. And part of it's because there's a lot of really kind of cheesy educators out there that really don't deliver any any real great uh, uh, material or advice or direction. And maybe they haven't even been doing real estate in a number of years, right? They're just sort of like recycling techniques that they were been talking about for decades. But 
I will tell you, I have completely changed my philosophy. It wasn't that I didn't think education was important, but I just thought, eh, I can I can do it without it. I don't need anybody's help. I can figure it out on my own. And I can tell you after about four or five years of struggling and trying to figure things out and just not being able to do that, once I decided to invest my time and my money in education, everything changed for me. And I'm telling you, everything changed for me. Uh, the business skyrocketed, right? They talk about the hockey stick effect, right? When you're looking at a graph and it's like it goes up like a hockey stick, that's exactly what my business did. And it made me understand fully and finally that what I was lacking in my business is education. And guys, I really want to be there for you when it comes to education. Hopefully, this podcast is delivering some good education to you. Uh, but sometimes you need a little bit more. Sometimes you need a little bit more direct you know, coaching and someone to kind of come in and look at your business specifically and not give you generalities or just kind of general concepts, which let's be let's face it, free information has to be sort of general because we're not working one-on-one, -on -one, right? So this podcast, I can't give everybody listening specific guidance on their business on the podcast because it just wouldn't apply to everyone necessarily, right? So what I would like to propose and what I'd like to make available is coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching for you, right? That may take on various forms and, and you may be in different 